And so it doesn't matter how much success that you're getting or how much money you're getting, is it worth you not being able to be yourself, not being able to look at yourself in the mirror and, real, and feel like you're being true to yourself. And so when I jumped to Sticker Mule, you know, it, was, it felt right. It felt good to the soul, man. It felt like I was doing the right thing, and I, and I still feel like that to this day. Hey, this is Mike Ambassador Bruni, and I'd like to welcome you to No More Reasonable Doubt, a show focused on helping young professionals of color remove doubt, gain confidence, and have more impact at work. One important piece to making all this happen is getting exposure to different people and career paths. Today, our special guest is Everett Taylor, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Sticker Mule. Welcome, Everett. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. I'm glad to be on the show. My pleasure, man. Now, we're going to jump right into this because this is kind of conversational. We, we want to um, really expose your, your, your path. To, to the people. First question is, where are you originally from? Oh, man, I'm originally uh, from Richmond, Virginia, uh, south side to be exact, something I'm really proud of. And, uh, yeah, I grew, up, I grew up there and was raised there. And, you know, it was, a, it was a huge integral part of who I became as a man. My family still lives there. I love going back. That's where home is for me. Awesome, man. Now, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do for work. What does it mean to be a chief marketing officer at Sticker Mule? Well, uh, chief marketing officer is a C-level position uh, when it comes to marketing and sales. Um, you're basically, uh, you know, the person in charge of all operations and execution when it comes to marketing and sales. And so with Sticker Mule, along with our new brand, Button Frog, so Sticker Mule uh, makes custom products, specifically stickers uh, for brands such as Microsoft, Google, Apple, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, ESPN. Um, and we just launched Button Frog, which is the same business model except for custom buttons and pins. And uh, so it's really my job to, you know, see that our growth is north, um, to see that we're executing them on all cylinders um, from a marketing sales standpoint, and to optimize what we're doing well. Um, that's the big part about marketing is you want to continue op optimizing the things that are you, you're doing well, but also continuously experimenting and finding new ways to grow or new growth channels. So that's really my responsibility there um, at Sticker Mill, and I really, I really love working there. Excellent, man. Now, take us back a little bit. Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Virginia Tech. I went to Virginia Tech. I actually didn't major in marketing at all. Um, I majored in business information technology. Um, but I started um, working in marketing when I was 18 years old, and it's something that I just grew a passion for. And really, if you really want to take a step back, I mean, I had been marketing and, like, getting involved with entrepreneurship from an early age, whether it was, you know, going to the corner store, buying, like, packs of gum, and coming to school and selling them for a premium price piece by piece, you know, um, and just knowing how to, you know, um, do some grassroots marketing and, you know, get to the people, word of mouth and things like that and, you know, selling mixed or cutting lawns. Um, I was always uh, had a knack for marketing and get, getting myself out there and, you know, growing uh, brands and businesses. And so that was just – 
something that really appealed to me and something that I really excelled at, um, despite <laughs> what I was majoring in in college. Excellent. You know, one of the things that I really love about what you're sharing with us there is how you broke it down. You know, the stick of gum, you know, I bought a pack, stick of gum, premium price, because there may be some people, you know, like myself when I was just out of college, I had a total misconception about what marketing was. My idea of marketing was either you have an idea or you get fired. That was marketing. So I stayed away from it. That was, I don't know where I came up with that, but somehow that's what I made up. You know, was you have an idea or you get fired. So thank you for, for breaking that down. The next question I have is, are you doing what you thought you'd be doing after college? And, you know, you have, so you have this business IT background. You have a passion for marketing. Are you doing what you thought you'd be doing after college? You know, um, it's interesting because I garnered all this, this marketing experience while in college and, and started my first business while I was in college and things like that. Um, but I felt like I was wasting my degree if I did not try to do an IT job after Virginia Tech. And so I remember the summer after I left Virginia Tech, I actually took a job with an IT, IT firm in uh, the DMV, which is D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. It was in Silver Spring. And I literally worked there for a week in a little cubicle making decent money, and I quit because I just I didn't love what I was doing. And mm-hmm. I, I realized that I didn't want to just be ordinary. I wanted to chase what I personally wanted to do and what I loved. And so I pivoted, and I was like, let me get back to marketing and the thing that I love and what I really excel at. And, you know, things just kind of fell into place after that. Fill in some of those details for us from, so you have college, you have this IT gig. Take us, uh, connect the dots from, for us from there to where you are now uh, and some of the things that happen in between. Uh, yeah, so um, funny enough, that summer – like, I was still doing marketing. That summer, um, I, I was working for um, the famous author Neil Strauss and doing marketing for him, and I had been doing stuff for him for a while. And, uh, you know, he had offered the opportunity to come on full-time. And I was really debating jumping to California to take that position. And then uh, I ended up getting a great opportunity from – uh, Sean Ellis, uh, who's from, like, Dropbox fame. He's the one who's worked with, like, LogMeIn and Eventbrite. A lot of the big companies that you've heard of um, is probably one of the best in the business as far as marketing is concerned. You know, asked me, you know, as a 23-year-old kid to, to come run marketing for him for his software company. And I just felt like that was, you know, an opportunity of a lifetime to, to come – to come to California, learn under him, to run his marketing, gain a lot of experience, make make mistakes, but, uh, you know, really grow as a man and as a professional. And so, you know, I took that leap, and while I was there, um, my name continued to grow um, because at first it was just really locally. My name continued to grow um, more so on a national platform for marketing, especially with, the creation of growthhackers.com, which has become a really, really successful site um, that I helped start with Sean and two other guys. 
And so those two things combined, mixed with, uh, you know, my consulting. I started a consulting company called Millicent's, named after my mother. Um, and then I was also partnering with um, NFL player Brandon Ross on Unity Over Self Clothing Line, which we do to raise money for children with autism. So I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, my name is really getting out there. I was building a lot of experience, a lot of clientele for my company. Um, you know, things were going really, really well. And then recently I decided to make that jump um, to being CMO of Sticker Mule. Um, I got the opportunity, um, you know, to be 25 years old and to be able to take a C-level position. Like, it was, it was tough to pass up, and especially with the company that I jumped to. And, you know, this is something that we can talk about more, but, you know, choosing a company with the right company culture for you is extremely important. And somewhere that you're going to be happy and you're going to be accepted as an African-American male. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've been in situations where I didn't feel so comfortable, right? And I think we as black men have all been in situations where we didn't feel so comfortable in the work environment. Or how much money you're getting, is it worth you not being able to be yourself? Mm. Is it worth you not being able to look at yourself in the mirror and, real, and feel like you're being true to yourself? And so when I jumped to Sticker Mule, you know, it, was, it felt right. It felt good to the soul, man. It felt like I was doing the right thing, and I, and I still feel like that to this day. You know, um, even with all the success that I've had there, I'm, you know, completely happy, and I love the people that I'm working with. I'm accepted for who I am, you know, no judging. And that's, that's just been, you know, a great leap for me to uh, jump into that role. That's beautiful, man. Uh, how, you know, there's someone who's listening right now and going, hey, I'm getting ready to make a move. I'm looking and I'm talking to different companies. How did you assess that? You know, how did you assess that before you said, Stick a Mule, you're the one? So, um, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Sticker Mill has a very interesting founder. Um, um, he's a he's a younger guy. Um, he's in his early 30s. And man, I could connect with him on so many levels. Um, homie listens to hip hop. You know, um, he has friends, um, tons of friends that are African American himself. You know, mm-hmm. and I was surprised when I when I met his friends. Um, and then just, just, like, going through the job process, talking to him, you know, I just felt so at ease. And he was so authentic with me. And, you know, I've been, I've seen the BS before. Mm-hmm. And, and he was completely real with me and I was completely real with him. And he shot it to me straight. And that's something that I really appreciate. And he told me about the culture. He told me about, you know, this, is, this being, you know, a lot of people – you know, when it, when it comes to jobs these days, we're jumping around to the next opportunity. He jumped into a job, right? Right. And one week into the job, we're already, you know, on LinkedIn trying to network to find our next <laughs> step up. Right. right. You know? Um, and this was, a, it, this was a place where I felt like I could come in and I can grow. Um, and that was, that was a perfect situation for me. And unlike a lot of Silicon Valley, you know, startups and different things like that, you know, um, we're not VC funded. It was privately funded. You know, I don't have to deal with VCs. I don't have to deal with a lot of outside noise. It's just us, you know, us against the world. And I really like that mentality about Sticker Mule and just everybody from the exec board down to the people that work in our factories. I absolutely love them. Like, it's, it's been such a great experience. That's awesome, man. Uh, 
you, you actually bring up a story for me, you know, the time that I spent, uh, I spent in corporate. And a lot of things actually resonates with me personally because both of the time that I spent in corporate working in, in tech and taking a position, and I'm much more of a people person, but I was an operations manager. And so I really managed people. Like I got to know the people. I got stuff done through my people and not always feeling like I, I fit, man, not always. I was blessed that we came to a kind of like a head and I just stood up and I was like, listen, this is who I am and you know, we're going to have to work from here. And different opportunities started to open up, so I was able to shape the culture more. Um, so I feel very blessed by that. And then now as I'm looking at different opportunities in the diversity space, I'm trying to figure out who's real and who's just like, i got to make those numbers. i got to have those numbers. Yeah, you know, i got to have those numbers. Because for me – I am, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you know what, I'm, I think I'm looking one step ahead. My focus in my heart is with how do I help to retain and how do I help to develop? Not necessarily how can I just recruit them because I'm like, all right, we're going to get them in, not a problem, but is, are we ready? Are we ready for these people? Are we ready to take care of the people? So that's, that's right. my, um, you know, that's, that's and how that's I relate to it. That's huge. I remember I was in a pretty high-profile job before, and I remember coming in, and it was one of the first startups I worked at, and the CEO of the company told me, I came in the first day because with, like, suited and booted, right? Mm -hmm. Because I came from more of a corporate background, and two, my mom told me growing up that you had to be, you know, twice as smart and dress twice as nice, you know, to be on the same level, Right. Like, you had to put that much effort and that much more thought into the things you do, the things you say, and how you operate as a black man, a black professional. And so, you know, I, like I said, I came suited and booted, and he told me, oh, you don't have to wear that. You can wear whatever you want. This is a startup. We're chill. We're relaxed. You literally can wear whatever you want. And I took that, to a, you know, to a literal, uh, in a literal sense. And so... You know, I came, you know, sometimes I come in, you know, with a T-shirt on, maybe with some sweatpants, things like that, things that I felt comfortable in, you know. And as a black man, you know, as a black man, some basketball shorts and a T-shirt is something we might be comfortable comfortable in, Mm -hmm. you know. And if we really have that relaxed environment, you know, don't come back and tell me, hey, you know, I don't think that's professional, but you told me that, you could wear whatever you want, and then there's white counterparts that are doing the same thing in their own different way, right? They might mm-hmm. not have the same style as an African-American, but they're still dressing casually and loosely um, in their way, in their right. white America way. Right, right. Yeah, man. That, that, that's a whole other show. <laughs> that's a whole other show we got going on there, part two, people. The, the B side. Let me ask you this. So there's someone sitting there and like, man, I'm really loving Phil and Everett's story, and I'm wondering how do I get where he is? What advice would you give to someone who aspires to do what you do? And my target usually is young professionals. I do say that starts junior, senior, and in, in college uh, and above. But let's say someone just graduated from, from college uh, and maybe they're in their first job, and they're like, man, I'd really love to, to, to be where this guy is. What advice would you give them? Um, one, 
become a huge self-learner and self-motivator. Um, the, whatever profession you're in, I'm sure it's constantly changing, and you can constantly learn. And a lot of people, they stay stagnant, you know. Um, after college, they don't feel like they need to continue educating themselves. You need to educate yourself. You need to grow. You need to build on a regular basis, on a daily basis. You need to always try to be bettering yourself and your craft. You know, I, I know a lot of people, they're always trying to jump up like, hey, man, I need to get more money, or hey, man, I want a better position. But have you earned that? Do you have the expertise? Do you have the skills to do so? You got to learn. You got to be motivated. You got to prove yourself. You got to be able to grasp opportunities and make the most of it. Yeah, you might not like where you're at, but you got to kill it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to kill it there, you know. Um, you know, every job, every opportunity you're in, you got to kill it. You got to make the, the best of it, and you got to network. Continue to network. Network in all different types of forms, whether it's LinkedIn. Personally, I'm not a fan of LinkedIn, but LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, social media, um, events, Every which possible way you can network, do so. And also, you know, for me, I can speak in the terms of a marketer. Start building your personal brand and start building yourself as an expert in your craft. Start blogging. Create a personal website. Start writing about topics and subjects in, you know, in your field. You know, create a portfolio of the work you've done, the successes that you have, have had. You know, it's one thing looking at some, what someone did on a piece of paper, but if you can actually put a slide deck together that you can send people in Dropbox folders that show actual stats, you know, and actual numbers of the things that you accomplished. Um, and I'm speaking from a marketing perspective, obviously, but, you know, there are so many creative things that you can do to really get yourself out there. So I would say is just, you know, be patient. Stay hungry, um, and you got to be able to sacrifice as well because you got to be able to do the things that other people aren't willing to do. Are you willing to lose sleep? Are you willing to, you know, um, sacrifice some of the fun times to get to where you need to be? You know, um, are you surrounding yourself with the right people? Like all these things are uber important to your success. Awesome, man. Thank you for that, Brett. Now, are, are there any other unspoken wisdom that you've discovered in your career field? The kind of thing that is like, you know what, no one, no one told me this. And I'm not so sure that anyone could have told me this. The only way for me to discover it is by going through. Is there anything like that that's come up for you? Yeah, don't be a sellout. Say more. Do not be a sellout. Money and all that stuff is so superficial and temporary. Like, if you're not happy with yourself and you're not living the life that you want to live, and I touched based on this earlier, that is really the secret. That is really the wisdom. Like, we as people, we tend to sacrifice who we are morally so much when it comes to our professional careers. It's ridiculous. And if you can't stay true to who you are and can't be happy in what you're doing, get out. Mm. Find a way. You know, it's, there's always a better situation out there. There's always a better opportunity out there. And, yeah, it may take a while, and, yes, it might be a struggle, but you have to be able to stay true to yourself and be happy where you're at. We spend so much of our time working 
and building our careers. And if you're miserable, that's not what, what you want to do. You know, you don't want to feel like you're a different person. You know, now I'm in a position today where every day that I work, I feel like I can be myself. And that's invaluable to me. And so that is like my, my words of wisdom, and I, and I preach this all the time, is stay true to who you are. Remember your interests. Remember what you love to do. Find some work-life balance. I'm not saying don't grind, but you've got to find a little bit of time for you too. So mm. that's, the, that's the wisdom that I've That was very wise, man. Thank you, Everett. Now, if you could recommend a book to the people, what would it be? Uh, for me personally, and I'm, like I said, I'm speaking from an entrepreneurial marketing perspective, I really love the book Hooked, H-O-O-K-E-D, mm-hmm. um, by Neri Yao. Um, and it's basically about, you know, I feel like everyone has entrepreneurial dreams. Um, and this book talks about, you know, habit-forming products. And that's really the psychology behind, you know, being successful with your business or your product is to create something that builds a habit. Like with Sticker Mule, with our customers, we want to build a habit that whenever they need marketing material, whenever they feel they need our particular product or, you know, every so many months they feel like they need to re-up. Like it becomes a habit for them. Like they have to have it. If they're getting low on our on stickers, they're like, man, i got to go order some more. Like you got to build a habit. And that book is a four-step process um, about how to build habit-forming products, and it's really, really good. It's a very practical book, and it, it really looks into how addictive our society is and how you can flip that and really become successful, you know, um, by, you know, getting into the deep psychological needs of people. Excellent. So that ties right back in to, uh, you mentioned, um, like growth hacking. What exactly is growth hacking? How would you define it? (laughs) Everyone has 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 a different definition. I really think it's just, at the end of the day, smart and creative data-driven marketing Mm. at the end of the day. So, it's not any different from digital marketing. It's just more of a mentality that you have, right, to, to come up with creative ways, even if, you know, your budgets are tight. Um, make sure that you're analytically sound and that you're optimizing uh, your site or your product to be the best that it can be um, to, you know, find product market fit and to reach as many people as you can, like, um, Growth hacking is more so a mentality of being a smart marketer than an actual, you know, thing itself. Excellent. Now, are there, you know, you've given us so much. Are there any things that you have on the horizon that that we can help you with? How do the people get in touch with you? This is where we're kind of coming to a close here, but we want to know is there a way that we can potentially give back to you? Man, um, to get to me, uh, check me out on Twitter. It's at Everett, E-V-E-R-E-T-T-E. Again, that's at Everett. And then on Instagram, I'm at Everett Taylor. So it's my first and last name. Um, and then also my personal website is EverettTaylor.com. But the thing that means the most to me 
is, you know, you checking out my companies, um, and that's Sticker Mule, S-T-I-C-K-E-R-M-U-L-E.com, um, to get custom stickers and products, as well as our new brand, Button Frog, B-U-T-T-O-N-F-O-R-F-R-O-G.com, so ButtonFrog.com. Um, you know, definitely support us, man. You know, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much for your time and your wisdom, Everett. Yeah, no problem, man. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Did you find today's message valuable? Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes so more people can find us. Visit nomorereasonabledoubt.com forward slash support. That'll get you started. Our goal is to take you, young professional of color, from invisible to invincible. I'm your host, Mike Ambassador Bruni, signing out. Peace.